This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. The Bigger Picture on BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon and welcome to Front Row under the MCO where we bring you your daily dose of um, arts, culture and entertainment that you can consume from your home. Uh, joining me today, well, I'm Sharmila Ganesan firstly and joining me today is Lim Su An. And uh, as always, we have two suggestions that we'd like to share with you. If you'd also like to tell us the things that you've been doing to keep yourself entertained and up to date getting your daily fix of culture, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. You can WhatsApp us at 18 so first up, um, many children's books readings are now available during the stay-at-home period. Uh, but there's one particular one that we'd like to highlight today, and that is the award-winning best-selling favourite of children and children at heart everywhere, um, Oliver Jeffers. Yes, so Oliver was on a year-long trip around the world with his wife and two kids when reports about the coronavirus first caught his attention. And so following the news um, while crisscrossing Japan, the Middle East and the US, um, Pacific Northwest, they then decided it was time to hunker down close to the extended families in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Mm -hmm. And of course, like any other parent, he and his wife wondered what they were going to do with their kids. And then they wondered, what are other parents going to do with their kids? So cute, uh, Oliver live streaming himself, reading his books out loud on Instagram to his 250,000 followers. And he calls this stay at home story time. I'm sure a lot of parents are wishing right now that they were children's books illustrators <laughs> as well. Um, but according to Oliver, um, people would rather tune in and see a person sitting in their home than watching an elaborate TV show. Um, and there seems to be something you know very real about mm -hmm. this shared experience of being stuck in your homes um, and that sense that we can get through this together. Yeah, there's that sense of relatability, isn't it? Because people like even your children's book illustrators yeah. are stuck at home mm -hmm. with their own kids. And so Oliver started his um, first reading on 16th March and that's the day after he arrived back in Belfast. And what better book than um, to start with than his beautiful debut, How to Catch a Star. And here's a clip of him reading that book. Once there was a boy and the boy loved stars very much. Every night, the boy watched his stars from his window and he wished he had one of his very own. He dreamed how this star might be his friend, how they would play hide and go seek and take long walks together. The boy decided he would try to catch a star. He thought that getting up early in the morning would be best because then the star would be tired from being up in the sky all night. So he set his alarm and off he went. And the next day, he set out at sunrise. But he could not see a star anywhere. So here's some trivia about how to catch a star. So Oliver describes the little boy as being a little a, a bit like him, but not really. <laughs> um, the red and white striped jumper that the boy wears is his homage to Maurice, Maurice Sendak's Where the Wild Things Are, um, one of the monsters, yep. and the rocket. And I'm sure those of you who've read the book would have picked this up. Um, the rocket is his nod to Tintin. Yeah, and uh, even in his very first book, Oliver's classic minimalist style was obvious, not only in, in like the watercolour illustration, 
illustrations mm. that he does, but also the simplicity of his stories. You know, there are no real life complications. Um, there are no parents, there are no school, <laughs> none of that stuff. Um, and even the emotions are very simple, um, but but very resonant, you know, things that we all can identify with, sadness and happiness. Mm. Yeah, so things that I guess a little kid would enjoy in, in, in his or her own little world, mm-hmm. right? Um, so the next reading from Oliver that we are featuring is something quite different. Um, it's The Day the Crayons Quit, a book written by Drew Daywalt, um, with Oliver only in the illustrator seat this time. So, but of course, it has Oliver's trademark style all over it. You know, that you have you, if you've seen the book, you would see these simple lines that evoke a great deal of sly humor and expressions. So, for this reading, um, Oliver did something different. He got some of his friends from all over the world to join in this, uh, the live stream and uh, play uh, the part of different crayons. Um, if for those of you who haven't seen the, who haven't read the book, it is essentially about a day when a boy's box of crayons decided to quit. Yes. Um, and for various reasons. They're oh, all each. very, um, yeah, they're very personality driven crayons, yes, these guys. Each, each colour of the crayon have mm-hmm. their own reasons for wanting to quit on yes. that day. Yes. And of course, I have no choice but to play this particular one for you, playing the part of the black crayon, author Neil Gaiman. Hi, Duncan. I hate being used to draw the outline of things. Things that are coloured in by other colours, all of which think they're brighter than me. It's not fair when you use me to draw a nice beach ball and then fill in the colours of the ball with all the other crayons. How about a black beach ball sometime? Is that too much to ask? Your friend, Black Crayon. Okay, that turned out sounding a lot darker than you might expect for a children's book. But don't worry, when you're reading the book to your kids, it's actually very, very funny. And you you know, that voice is optional. Yes, the voice <laughs> is optional. I think um, if, if you watch the whole video, you know, Oliver Jeffers explains at the start how kids sort of be- have started to expect different voices mm-hmm. for, uh, for each colour of yeah. the crayon. So he's gotten his whole band of friends to come together and to each make a different um, representation of what they think the crayon would sound like. Yeah, The Day the Crayon Squid is actually actually one of my favourite Oliver Jeffers um, books. Uh, I, I know he didn't write the story, but the illustrations are great mm. because he's essentially mimicking drawings that a child would have done. Yes. So there's this beautiful combination of what the crayons look like, which is in his own signature style, but then his version of children's drawings. And um, I love each. I love how each crayon has written a letter. And in this reading, the fact that all of these different people play those voices... I loved it. It's such a lovely video. Mm, It's just a combination of audio and both visual storytelling that makes it really appealing, right? And even when you watch the video, it's sort of low quality because he's filming it on his phone. But that's just And then he like drops the phone sometimes or people don't, you know, the voices don't come through. Um, But I think it's just, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, right? That relatability, that people are just stuck at home and doing fun things Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So The Day the Crayons Quit and the sequel, yes, there is one, The Day the Crayons Came Home, really does 
does combine the best of storytelling and illustrating, you know, with these little Easter eggs that even older kids and adults will enjoy. Mm, and another fun one is The Great Paper Caper, um, which Oliver calls his first ever venture into crime fiction. <laughs> um, so it's a winning parable about conservation and recycling, but it's couched it as a whodunit featuring a cast of quirky animal characters. And at the end of the reading, you get to make a paper aeroplane with Oliver and his son makes a special appearance as well. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned his son because speaking of his kids, what's actually really fun about these readings that um, Oliver Jeffers has been doing um, is that you can actually hear the children in the background, you know, sometimes being really boisterous, Mm -hmm. sometimes just being their rascally selves. And it's really a nice reminder um, that all parents are really just going through the same thing right now. You may be recording a really important video at home. You may be in a very important meeting. You may, but you cannot stop those kids from running into the background or making noise or, you know, roughhousing in the living room, Mm -hmm. uh, no matter who or where you are. Uh, So the thing is also... um, I think there's something really nice about the idea of a children's book illustrator realizing that um, his audience or his uh, his readers rather, at particularly this point in time, would love something like this. Mm. It's a very uh, generous gesture on his part, I felt, especially yes. because he's doing so many of them. Um, and, and I think for parents who may not necessarily always uh, have the time uh, or the energy to constantly read to their kids, um, this is a really nice way to put it on. Yeah, and that's because he's doing it every day. Uh, Is that right? Um, Yeah, I think you can. Yes, he is. You can watch uh, watch the readings live on uh, Oliver Jeffers' Instagram and that's at Oliver Jeffers at 7pm GMT. But unfortunately, bedtime (laughs) for kids in Ireland is 3am in Malaysia. Quite quite a bit past the kids' bedtime here. A little bit. So you can hop over to OliverJeffers.com, click on books and then on Stay at Home Storytime. And we'll also have the link up on our podcast page. uh, So you don't have to wait until it's bedtime in Ireland. You can Mm. play those videos whenever you please. Um, So we will be back after this with our second recommendation of the day. Um, But if you'd like to... um if you'd like to share with us the things that you're listening to or um, watching online, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. You can WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. And uh, just for a little bit more of um, the entertainment while you're having your lunch, here's a short clip of Oliver Jeffers reading Lost and Found. And uh, really that idea of a child and his best friend um, as the most important thing in life. Mm. I think that's the kind of reminder we could all use right now. Here's Lost and Found by Oliver Jeffers, BFM 89.9. The boy said goodbye and floated away. But as he looked back, the penguin looked sadder than ever. It felt strange to be on his own. And the more he thought, the more he realized he was making a big mistake. The penguin wasn't lost. He was just lonely. Quickly, he turned the boat around and headed back to the South Pole as fast as he could. But look, as he's going this way, somebody else is going that way, and he can't see him for that giant iceberg in the middle. At last, he reached the pole again, but where was the penguin? The boy searched and searched. He was nowhere to be found. He couldn't even find him through the other end of that giant telescope he conveniently brought with him in the rowboat. Sadly, the boy set off for home. There was no point in telling stories because there was no one to listen except the wind and the waves. But then the boy saw something in the water ahead of him. Closer and closer he got until he could see the penguin. And a 
think you know what's happening there. They give each other the greatest big hug that anybody has ever given anybody in any of my books. So the boy and his friend went home together, talking wonderful things all the way. Be free, Malaysians. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Front Row Under the MCO. I'm Sharmila Ganesan together with Lim Su Ann. So before the break, we recommended that you check out Oliver, uh, well, children's book um, writer and illustrator Oliver Jeffers' daily children's books readings, mm-hmm. um, which are just delightful. Um, and now on to something a little bit closer to home. If you've been following the show, you'll know that a lot of international acts have been performing online um, or streaming their works for free to keep people everywhere entertained during this global you know, lockdown or quarantine or movement control order, whatever you want to call it. Um, Malaysian Barry Westerhout was one of those people keeping himself occupied by watching these international acts online when it struck him that maybe local acts could do the same. And so really, as we all do, he took to Facebook and he posted his thoughts. um, And to his surprise, people actually started responding positively to it. And that post actually evolved into an event page with at least 26 acts confirmed to perform. And thus, the unrestricted stage was born. Yes, so the the first unrestricted stage, or US1, was a one-day program on the 24th of March that featured over 26 acts performing online for free. Mm -hmm. Um, This was then followed by US 2 and US 3 the following weekends each spanning over three days from Friday to Sat- uh, Friday to Sunday sorry and after week one the team behind the show was expanded and also now included Tina Isaacs and Joshua Peterson Joshua is the official tech person who handles group performance videos and branding mm-hmm. and Tina handles the organising and writing work so um, in addition to that a group of moderators have also come on board to help with queuing and sharing of performances throughout the jam-packed performance days yes and so over the past few weekends and and I've um, tuned in a couple of times as well you know over 100 local acts have performed on unrestricted unrestricted stage and these acts include um, things like singing dance and music performances poetry recitations dramatized readings Um, but aside from that you know there are also these really offbeat things like clown performances exercise and workout routine demonstrations um, you know and then talks on mental health awareness live e-learning classes fabric mask making cooking demonstrations, sit-down <laughs> comedies, which I didn't see, but I kind of want mm. to see, uh, and even pole dancing. So just a whole host of performances, whatever yes. that suits your fancy. Yes, so if one thing is not what you want, you can tune out and tune in again when something you do like is on. So wait until you find your cup of tea. Exactly. Um, so the performing cast featured in Unrestricted Stage have even started producing short song montages of classic songs um, and released a cast performance of Sujatra Malaysia for US2 and designer Abidin Naiti's hit Ikhlas Tapi Jawa for US3. So here's a taste of that performance from US3. So 
what's really amazing about that is that everyone you heard were performing from their own homes and unrestricted stages. Um, Joshua Peterson actually used his video editing skills to put that all together. So know, that was so sweet. It really just, I mean, the theme of the song with mm. all of us feeling far from each other. And, and I don't know, I loved it. It sounds so fun. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's uh, the aim of unrestricted stages, um, you know, hold whole platform is not only to entertain and inform, they are also taking advantage of um, the platform to raise awareness of challenges that are being faced by various Malaysians during these difficult times. So for example Unrestricted Stage 2 was used to thank frontliners and uh, US 3 was dedicated to raise awareness about the underprivileged and the vulnerable whose lives are severely impacted currently. Uh, The upcoming Unrestricted Stage 4 will be dedicated to those in the essential services, Mm. you know, those those who are putting their lines on the um, you know lives on the line for the rest of us as we stay safely home yeah and speaking of unrestricted stage four um, and that kicks off tonight actually with the DJ spin session with Johnny Vicious then that's from 10 p.m <laughs> to 12 midnight if I you want to catch that you're going to be tuning in for that <laughs> <laughs> um, well then we have tomorrow's program as well that runs from 10 a.m to 12 midnight so really a whole day of shows mm-hmm. and it includes performances of music and poetry but also talks cooking demonstrations mm-hmm. if that that's what you're looking for among among the many other things that are lined up. And then on Sunday, the programs will run from 10 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. And there's something for everyone on that day as well. You know, we start with storytelling and poetry recitation sessions for kids. So if your parents looking to fill up times for your children, know you have something there throughout the day. You can also look out for dance classes, singing performances, a percussion performance, um, a bodyweight workout session and you know, so much more. And featured performance for this weekend include, um, you know, the likes of Elvira Arul, uh, Yashir Shafiai, Evelyn Feroza, Cassidy Lacreme, Young. Mahmoud, Nicole Kylie, and Ice Isaacs, um, as well as children's storytelling by Val Dombri, um, poetry and dramatic readings by actor Chako Vadaketh, Yana Hashri, uh, Tasha Gunasilan, and Sheena Gurbaksh. So the performances <clears throat> have been categorized into family friendly, um, variety shows, or general entertainment pro sessions and mature content. Um, So viewers can, you know, choose and view what suits them, as we said earlier. And as the stage is unrestricted to a a certain extent, viewers are actually encouraged to make informed decisions regarding the content that they choose to consume. Mm. Um, And for the full lineup, and if if you want to watch these different performances, just head on over to facebook.com slash unrestricted stage. And really at any time of the day over over the weekend, because there's something on almost all day. Uh, What do you think? Do you think this is something that you might want to check out? So I've I've only just heard of this and I think it sounds really cool because it's a sampler of all the local acts, isn't it? And it's not just performances as well. You have um, things that you would want to practice in your daily life, your cooking, your Mm -hmm. exercises. But I think it's just a great idea for people for people like me really to find out more about local acts that I've mm. you've not discovered before and then maybe this will get you you know um, into their music into their the whatever art that they create and then that is and then maybe you would choose to decide to support them in the future especially I think during this MCO period everyone's been feeling a bit down you know you're not sure what you can do and then this is just a nice way to get people together online of course yes and I think it's also worth mentioning people like um, Elvira Arul or, or you know, even Chako Varaka, these are performers of, you know, they're great performers. Mm. They're people who usually perform, um, you know, in, in uh, plays or in, in, in event venues that, that we may not always go to or have access to. And That's here right. they are uh, sharing their talents on online for free. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for those of us um, 
who in other cases may not think that they want to go out and check something out mm. um, well this is a chance to watch them in action and maybe in future um, realize that this might be something we want to support as well that's right and you can also just do this with your family members yeah. you know whether they're people that you are stuck with at home or people in different houses and you just want to do something together and it just it's it's a fun way to spend your weekend and you can just tune in to bits and pieces to mm-hmm. whichever program that you would like to watch yeah. I watched um, I, I think uh, because I have some of them on my Facebook page mm-hmm. so I saw Unrestricted Stage 1 parts of it um, and then I saw an, I saw Stage 3 which was last weekend and even just in those two weeks um, I feel like the uh, the I'm not going to say quality because, you know, most of the performances are great, but you can see the enthusiasm and the sort of the polish building. And by the third one, um, a lot of it was, you know, you could tell that these guys now, you know, they're like, well, we know what we're here mm. for and we know how this works. And um, it was fun. It was it was really fun. And I like the flexibility of um, going on air, at, uh, I mean, going, uh, you know, logging on at a particular time and um, just checking out what's happening, um, you know, between like someone teaching you how to bake a cake mm-hmm. um, to, okay, the workout one, I'm, you know, more interested <laughs> in the cake baking. Um, but the performances are really nice. Mm. I love the Sajatra Malaysia. It was such a sort of sweet uh, collaboration. Yeah, and I think perhaps I, what you don't realise is the work that really goes into this, right? Because it is really a jam-packed performance. You have two whole days of mm-hmm. shows. You have, um, and it's non-stop as well. So it's really something that you can all check out and just to, you know, show your love for these artists. And I do think props to the organisers as well That's for right. wanting to take the initiative to put something like this together because I'm sure it's a lot of work um, and they're not doing it for money. Um, so yeah, good job guys and thank you for keeping us entertained. Uh, for those of you listening, um, that is unrestricted stage which you can check out on facebook.com slash unrestricted stage throughout this weekend um, so that's it from us today you can tweet us at bfm radio or whatsapp us at 018-789-8899 if you'd like to tell us what are some of the things you've been consuming while you're at home if you've missed any part of today's show you can download the podcasts on bfm.my slash uh, sorry on bfm.my on the bfm app or on spotify coming up at 1 p.m ali johan and othniel thing will be taking you through the midday music machine. But first, we leave you with Elvira Arul performing her single Berlayar on BFM 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.